0: The Business Buzz Podcast. You're children to the Business Buzz. Business buzz. Good evening and welcome to the business buzz right here on Vfm 88.1. My name is Mudio Mob Justice Covers and I'll be your host until about 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, we are broadcasting live from our studios right here in Braamfontein Johannesburg. And as I said, we're going to be here until about 8 p.m. Who's to say that the world of uh, business can't be entertained? Uh, can't be entertaining. Definitely make sure you keep it locked as we seek to inform you and educate you about the, how the world of money, uh, the economy, Economy affects you and your pocket. For tonight, um, uh, as has been uh, the practice for this month, I'm definitely not alone in studio. I'm joined by my uh, co my, my co-host Alonova. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. With you
0: how are you? Ah oh, no no, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm well. Uh, can you just give our listeners a bit of a rundown about uh, what we're looking at tonight?
1: Okay, so we're still in the spirit of Women's Month. And we honour women in all professional capacities and across all spheres. Um, the previous week we dealt with diamonds and this mm. evening we're talking products typically found in households which then become part of the family tradition passed from generation to generation. I mean, up to eight hours, no stay <laughs> <check.
0: laughs> So
1: does that ring a bell?
2: So
0: yes, today
1: we're talking Procter & Gamble.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So tonight we are joining studio. Um, by Zibuyele Rala, who is an HR associate uh, manager at PNG, uh, together with uh, Jean. Am I pronouncing that? Both of you? Did I? Okay, cool. And I pronounced your name correctly. Yes, and uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Jean Duplessis, who is uh, the corporate affairs and citizenship leader at PNG and they will be breaking it down for us about exactly what it is they do at Procter and Gamble and uh, the the hows and the whys around it, and just around uh, some career development and advice uh, for people that may want to get into that particular corporate space. So you can uh, keep in touch with us. Let us watch you know about the show um, if you have any input if you're interacting um, with any of their products um, on a daily basis let us know and is it a company that you are looking at uh, particularly joining on Facebook we are fm that's Voice of Vits and then uh, you can also find our other Facebook page that's Vits Radio Academy on Twitter we're at VAWFM and then our hashtag is hashtag uh, business buzz and you can also stream the station live on VAWFM.co.za podcasts of the business buzz show are a Available on vitstorgenesis.co.za forward slash business. So on the other side of this, we are going to be getting into the business wrap. That's a part of the show. We we'll give you a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. Keep it locked. This is the business buzz. Business
3: wrap with Ken Swettin.
0: It's time for us to get into the week's top trending business and economics news. And on the line, we are joined by our financial expert, Ken Sweatenham. How are you, Ken?
3: I'm very well this evening, and yourself? Uh,
0: No, 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 we're doing all right, we're doing all right. So how has the week been looking in terms of the economy, the markets, and uh, everything um, around that?
3: Well, I'd love to give you uh, good news, but the news (laughs) regarding the economy never seems to be that good, unfortunately. There's no real standout story uh, recently, um, and the government has obviously... uh, I'll just touch on a couple of of stories which, which have surfaced today. So the government is obviously looking to, for more budget cuts uh, in, in their own spending as, as the government debt climbs. And, of course, this, this is going all towards Eskom. Uh, a lot of the money as they bail out Eskom time off the time. And the money has to come from somewhere. They can't pl- pluck it out of the sky. So other government departments are having to look at, at cutting spending to, to keep Eskom afloat. And uh, talking of Eskom, they came out with a, a statement today that we may be on the brink of load shedding again, which is certainly not good news. Um, also, and Also, a story which has certainly concerned clients of mine, and I get a lot of questions on it, yeah. is um, what is going to happen to our pension funds? There's rumours that government is eyeing our pension funds for, for further financing. Yes, and, uh, yes, yes. There's been no real straight answers from the President uh, regarding this, but uh, there are rumours that pension funds may be forced to invest a, a portion of their assets into Government-funded infrastructure or government bonds, and, um, and that affects each and every one of us who may be on some sort of retirement fund. Uh, if if governments starts dictating whether well, this money must be invested,
0: so I guess on, on that on that particular front, what would it actually mean? And when we say uh, pensions, are we talking like PIC? Is this the government employees' pension fund? What are we talking about exactly?
3: Well, you, well, you, well, the PIC is the, is the management of the biggest pension fund in the country, which, as you correctly point out, is the Government Employees Pension Fund. But many, many, uh, well, I should say millions of people in South Africa are on other pension funds as well, private pension funds that are, are administered in the financial services industry um, by, by various companies. So it affects not only government employees, but each and every one of us that government starts dictating where these funds must invest their money if the funds are from pension uh, investments already um i won't say dictated to but through regulation 28 of the pension fund that they are already limited in investing in certain asset classes but they are not forced to invest in in government uh, approved investments or government infrastructure and the rumor is that it may be that uh, the government will force pension funds because there are literally billions and billions of rand sitting in these funds for the benefit of people like you and I who are members of these funds. But the government may be considering forcing uh, some of that money into government-approved pro- projects or or government bonds. <laughs> And was there
0: any particular um, reaction from the markets, whether it was the JSC or the RAND? Uh, We saw that when it it comes to some of these policy pronouncements, we saw with the NHI um, two weeks ago that that had a big impact on uh, Discovery's share price, for example. Has there been any such reaction in the market because of this news?
3: Well, the the, the market's had a very poor day today. Uh, The the, the JSC all-share index was down 0.82%. The the, the financial index, which is obviously the one which would be most affected by pension funds and, of course, Discovery and other uh, big life insurance companies are part of the financial index, was down 0.86%, so tracking in line with the all-share. So the financial index is down overall around 10% this year, and it's really had a poor, poor run. But right across the board, the industrials are down 0.89, even resources which have had quite a good year were down just over half a percent today. And and I'm not too sure the reason for the market dropping today, unfortunately, but yeah, we've had a very, very poor run on our market in general over about the last month, with the index going from around 58,000 and it's sitting just above 54 now. So, yeah, not, not a good time for the stocks and shares in South Africa.
0: So, that's been it with our financial expert, Ken Swett, and I'm giving us a round of the week's top trending business and economics news. And as you heard, the big news um, at the moment is just the fact that um, there are a little bit of jitters just around um, the government uh, government pension funds and the like, and where they, what direction that might particularly take. Um, you also heard that markets are generally down at the moment, it hasn't been a terribly exciting week. So so that's it in terms of our a business wrap for today. On the other side of this, we get into the state of your 100 grand. More justice on the business bars. It is time for us to get into the business wrap. That's uh, the business um, of the Buffalo Index, sorry, and that's a part of the show where we give you um, the state of your 100 rand. And uh, for today's show, uh, we thought that we would go out uh, into the market because we have uh, people that are from uh, Procter and Gamble here. So we decided that let's go out into the market and see um, what we can actually find and what your 100 rand can do for you uh, when it comes to some of their products that uh, we are interacting with on a daily basis here in uh, South Africa. And um, I think um, some of, uh, we went and we picked about uh, five or so products and uh, I just tried to make sure that these are products that everyone can identify with and everyone is familiar with. And uh, the first one we went and we found is a uh, Vicks Vaporub. You know, just <laughs> you know, Vicks Vapor Rub. I think everyone is familiar with that one. Uh, a normal one will set you back about half a buffalo. Uh, so your 100 rand can get you about two of those. Uh, another one is um, uh, Pampers uh, Active Baby Pants. Uh, a nice big value pack for those extra large uh, <laughs> is uh, coming in. Uh, it will cost you about two buffalos at 186 rand. And then area. Uh, or auto washing powder right uh, and I tried to pick you know products that are in different categories just you know diversity okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're coming in uh, you your 100 rand can get you two of those because one uh, kg is coming in at around 42 rand and then old spice uh, body body spray 150 ml the standard bottle you can get about three of those uh, for a buffalo uh, so coming in at around 34 rand and then the last one um, as a man I just needed to go and check be because uh, the Gillette Mark III uh, Manual Razor is coming in at one Buffalo at around 92 Rand. So that's it in terms of our Buffalo Index. Just looking at uh, some uh, products that are made by uh, Procter & Gamble, who are our guests for today. Uh, We're going to be talking to two ladies about what it's like to work there and what a career means in that particular field. Uh, Lonwamba, did you know that Procter & Gamble makes all of these things?
1: Man, I felt... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I felt like... You know how Vicks Vaporub has always been part of the family?
2: Yeah.
1: One would swear that it's a South African product
2: and uh, not uh, uh,
1: Procter & Gamble. Uh, 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 but because of Procter & Gamble, here we are. Here we are. With Vicks. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, I sometimes, like, remember, you know, that that advert of Mazbu Ibokweza... Okay, I watch a lot of TV. Uh, yeah. But there was an advert back in the day of... I'm so it's a it, it's a shepherd and he wants his goats to come back to him yeah. and because he, he had a congested chest and whatever yeah. he couldn't but because of Vicks uh. he did. Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you see that's been it in terms of our buffalo index. It's it's conjuring up a lot of nostalgia um, right. in the in, in the studio uh, as as we you know reminisce about some of our favorite uh, everyday products. So that's what the show is going to be looking like on the other side of this week. Get into the main topic. You're tuned in to the business bus. It is uh, the Business Buzz. It's the second last week of August, which means the second last week of Women's Month, and we're taking time. uh, We've been taking time throughout the entire month um, just to see some of the careers that uh, different women are in in uh, the country, especially from uh, the different businesses and the countries. We've spoken to people that are doing, that are in uh, natural medicine. We've spoken to uh, financial advisors. We've spoken to um, People in the diamond industry, you know, and today we're talking about uh, Procter and & Gamble and uh, they make some of our, some of, uh, a lot of products that you may or may not know you are interacting with on a daily basis and that's the discussion we're going to be having for today. Let us know um, what you think of the discussion or if you have any questions or inputs on Facebook we have our FM, that's Voice of Vitz, and then you can also find our other Facebook page that's Vitz Radio Academy and then on Twitter we're at of our feminine then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz i'm just going to let Lonovo just introduce our guests for today
1: okay so tonight we're talking to jean and zibu <laughs> so you know a company's done a splendid job when the consumption of its product is unquestionable because of being passed from generation to generation and incorporated into our lives and trusted so ever watched an always advert (laughs) (laughs) they dance like us i mean they talk like us they are us so why would one use any other product other than the one that your half sister or your older cousin tells you about um we should also um touch on the sense of betrayal after learning that vix vaporub is not a south african product like Mm -hmm. this one i (laughs) I cannot believe (laughs) Mm -hmm. i really cannot believe but let's get into it the company Procter & Gamble, what do you guys really do?
4: So, Procter & Gamble is a consumer goods company Mm. Um, and that means that, as you guys have introduced it very well, we make products that really are incorporated into people's everyday lives. Mm. So, we help you brush your teeth with (laughs) Oral-B toothbrushes and toothpaste, we help you shave your face or your legs with Gillette and Gillette Venus. Mm. and we help you wash your clothes or take care of your baby with Ariel and pampers and then we make sure that as a woman or a girl you can be whoever you want to be through always and tampax mm. and what really the company's purpose is is to touch and improve lives and make every day just a little bit better mm. and in south africa what that means from uh, everyday point of view of what we do at work is that we manufacture some of these products locally or we bring them in into into South Africa and then we market and we sell them in partnership with retailers yeah. so that you can pick it up off the shelf and, and take it home uh, and make sure that this is a product that you trust and a product that you want to use. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So your responsibility is there. I mean, please take us through a day in Jeanne's name. You'll start first
2: and
4: then Z. Okay. Right. So, at Procter & Gamble, I lead our corporate citizenship and corporate affairs. Mm. And so, what that means is that I'm responsible for the company and our brand's reputation and also for our corporate social responsibility initiatives and our relationships with with major stakeholders. Yeah. So, a day in my life would typically be that I would start the day uh, preparing for uh, events. So, recently we did... uh, event in partnership with um, with Microsoft where we focused on diversity and inclusion and we looked at really what can we do in the business community in South Africa to improve diversity and inclusion across all aspects including for the LGBTQ community yep. so we hosted that event I was um, emceeing the event introducing some of the speakers mm. um, after that I might typically then prepare sometimes for internal communication so we have a monthly business update mm. and we would make sure that all the information is in there that we are sharing information that's relevant to our employees and that they know what the state of the business is and that they're updated in all activities. Then I might um, have a meeting with potentially a government official or with one of our other stakeholders, like an NGO, to make sure that our, our citizenship and CSR programs are running fine. Um, and then field a couple of emails, work on some campaigns that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, we recently had a really inspiring campaign on Gillette um, under the hashtag way mm. So if you haven't checked that out, go and go and have a look. Mm. We were really honoring the women who are raising the next generation of South African men. Um, and then at the end of the day, I might pop into a radio studio like this and speak <laughs> <add laughs> to the media.
2: <laughs>
4: so that's a uh, fairly
5: typical day.
2: day. Okay, yeah. Cool.
5: Yeah. cool. <laughs> Cool. all right um, so I am Zebu and I am the HR associate manager in talent practice at PNG um, so my responsibilities are within talent supply so what that entails is recruitment um, finding the right talent for PNG and um, so so that's essentially what it is so it's about going out on campus um, finding the right talent um, simply because uh, PNG has this philosophy called promote from within right okay. so we're in Organization that um, really focuses on getting young talent in the organization mm-hmm. because once the young talent is in they are the potential leaders you know of the of the company so my main responsibility on a typical day is um, liaising with different universities um, communicating with them finding out okay so how can we best as PNG position ourselves to the students so that they can find out more about us mm-hmm. so um, essentially which will lead to us attending career fairs and showcases um, doing presentations at lecture halls so that we can tell students about the opportunities that we have at PNG so yeah so um, I look after talent supply um, Mm. and yeah so also typically meetings with uh, campus team leaders um, because at PNG we have um, different campus teams that look after various universities right so we also make sure that as an organization we don't just focus um, on talent just as an HR function. So we make it an entire organization's drive to be able to find and recruit talent. So when we go on campus, you won't just typically find HR uh, on board. You'll find different people from different departments. So you'll find someone from finance. You'll find someone from sales. You'll find someone from brand. Simply because we want um, that full interaction and a full drive to get everyone in the organization to be able to play a part in recruiting the best talent.
0: I guess for this one, I'll, I'll start with you. I'll start with you, Zibu, because and it's nice that you're in HR uh, because it would be nice to sort of get a story of how you ended up um, in your career and at PNG, and also what do what 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 do you tell people? you Know when you are at a career affairs and like about working in PNG, mm-hmm. yeah.
5: okay? So, you first want to understand typically how I ended yeah. up at, at PNG, okay? So, let me back it up. I'm actually um, a VITSE as well,
0: okay? Um,
2: yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: I studied at vets. I did my undergrad in industrial psychology and media studies, mm-hmm. and I did my honors in media studies. So, mm-hmm. um, this is essentially my hood, right? Yeah, and I'm glad to be back. Um, so, um, so I studied, okay, so that is what I studied, and then I um, started in a Graduate program in a different company um, a few years ago, and um, so I was within the talent management space so luckily enough, I ended up in a in a field which is what related to my undergrad instead of my honors because I was then in h r in talent management yeah. um, so after that, then I started a career at uh, p and g still within the talent practice space um, simply because i 'm really passionate um, about the field yeah. um, so Okay, so what essentially then I would tell the students on campus, yeah. which is really true, <laughs> is that, you know, working at PNG, what what really amazed me is that we're not an organization that typically focuses on what you study, yeah. right? So we don't say, okay, in order for you to be able to get into a PNG, come exactly with this degree. So say for example, there's a role in marketing, come exactly with your marketing degree. We do not do that. We're one of the very few companies that essentially do not focus on that because we believe if you're coming out of university with your bachelor's degree, you have the cognitive ability to be able to learn on the job, right? I mean, because once you're in the space, you can learn and you can, you can grow. Typically, a uh, typical example, um, I'm in HR and my manager, also in HR, uh, obviously studied engineering. Uh So he's an engineer by profession And uh, his manager based in Dubai Studied IT so that just gives you a picture of how we're not an organization that limits people, and also the the great thing is that once you're in the organization as well, and if you're performing really well and you show interest in another department, you can put that up on your profile, and you could be, you know, potentially um, joining a different field, co- diff- totally different to what it is that you are currently in. So that is typically what we are offering at PNG, and um, so that's why I'm very excited to be in an organization such as this.
0: Mm. Mm.
5: Looks like he's about to jump ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perhaps a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, because it's tempting. Right. It's very tempting. <laughs> and it sounds like the best place to work, doesn't it? It is. Mm. Jean,
4: um, so you want to know what I what I tell students and and uh, before
0: that, how yeah. did you get here?
4: So I have a a bit of a roundabout story. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I, when I was at university, I, I didn't go to vits sad.
2: But mm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, when I was at university, I, part, I was part of a student organization. Um, that's an international student organization. I ended up uh, running the South Africa chapter in the South African office. Mm. Um, and then after that, I was recruited into the global leadership team in the Netherlands. Yeah. So I spent a year there really working in a much a stakeholder management relationship management mm-hmm. uh, capacity worked with our alumni network um, and then after that I went and worked in Malaysia as a as a travel writer okay. again part of this organization that organized uh, international internships and, um, and that was the internship that I that I ended up with so I had an amazing experience there and then I joined um, a business school in the US where I managed a Global Forum on Design Thinking and Sustainability, um, and that's after that that I decided to come home and and join P and G. Now that was really driven by uh, the fact, and I'll and I'll say that again. You know, when you're a part of a big corporate, I think big companies have an amazing potential to be a force for good in the world. Yeah, when your products touch five billion lives every day there's an enormous potential for you to to turn that into something positive yeah um and so that's why i i joined the company and i joined in the corporate citizenship or corporate social responsibility or csi space depending on on which terminology you use Um, and i started working on those programs uh for the company Mm. um so that's how i ended up with png and i think that's still firmly a belief that drives me in my work um is that within a company you really have the potential to have enormous positive impact in the world Mm. if you use that scale and that power and innovation for good
0: the question one of the things that uh, and especially given the fact that you worked in multiple countries and you've given uh, an example of where you have team members that are in Dubai and other countries what's it like working in a multinational (laughs) 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 because I can only imagine that the scale and the scope must be crazy
4: um, in a lot of ways it is and a lot of ways it isn't as well Ah. so Um, we do work with team members from all around the world and Mm. we have different people from different cultures who are in our office as well because we do get people from other countries who come and work in PNG in South Africa and at the same time we have South Africans who go and work in PNG in different other countries, Mm. sometimes in our regional headquarters or sometimes in another country office. Uh, So you are exposed to so many different cultures and ways of thinking and doing things and you know, people from different backgrounds just telling you stories about how different their lives are and and how different their cultures are. Mm. And I really love that. Mm. Um, You also spend a lot of time on uh, video calls and (laughs) uh, using technology (laughs) to connect around the world. Um, But then the lovely thing about PNG and what also attracted me to the organization is that there is this multicultural environment Mm. with people from so many different backgrounds, but the office in South Africa is small enough that you can really know your colleagues. Ah. And that when you see someone's face in the lift, you know this person works in your company Mm -hmm. at the very least. And nine times out of 10, you actually know their name unless they're brand new. Mm -hmm. So you can actually have that really close knit family feeling and at the same time be exposed to an organization with enormous scale um, and an enormous multicultural variety.
0: Uh, Zibu, in answering the same question, I'd be interested to maybe understand how you guys tackle uh, because it is women's month and one of the things we really want to understand is um what are the dynamics of being a woman at PNG especially in such a multicultural environment because um the way that some some societies um tackle um have uh, gender is different you know yeah. so as a company how do you guys sort of grapple with that
5: Okay, so as a company, we're very deliberate um, right now in terms of ensuring, um, you know, more women representation, right? Mm -hmm. So we also have this campaign called the F-Word campaign. Um, So it's essentially um, a platform whereby at PNG we want to make women feel comfortable right yeah. and confident that they should not have boundaries in mm. terms of um, stepping up into leadership roles mm. and be taken seriously so um, last week actually um, Jean, um, Jean and I and the rest of the team um, had the honor of going to the UCT um, Global Business School uh, Women in Business Conference yeah. right so even at that conference we had um, so we okay. Let me just um, back up. So we sponsored the event. We were one yeah. of the key sponsors of the event, yeah. um, simply because this is something that we really believe believe in.
2: Yeah. Um,
5: so also at the event, we had um, two of our um, um, leaders um, in the organisation to you know give a presentation as well right um so i'm seeing leaders because they are you know um, senior in the organization so um, they did a presentation which talked to the myths in the working uh, world right Mm. Uh, myths and realities so this then gave an insight in terms of what it is that people think about women in the working space and um, what are some of the ways that we can tackle that so we, we as an As an organization, like I said, we're very deliberate um, in terms of, you know, ensuring that women are recognized and that women are not just, you know, in the back line. Um, So uh, even tomorrow we have, you know, this woman, uh, the F word uh, campaign. So we're just having a meeting with just the females in the organization um, to talk about these issues and to talk about how it is that we can go forward, um, you know, in, in rectifying such.
4: And and if I might add to that, you know, gender equality is something that P&G has taken on as one of our core priorities on corporate citizenship. Mm. And so, as Azibu was describing, inside the company, we have deliberate strategies to ensure 50-50 representation of women at all levels. Mm. Uh, Are we there today? Not yet but we are making enormous progress on it. Um, we, at our recruitment level, we make sure that we recruit 50-50 men and women. Mm. And then we make sure that we create awareness, both with men and women in the organization, mm. of what are the unconscious biases that you carry? What are some of these myths as you uh, mentioned that, that exists in the workplace around women? And how can you really help as a man and as a woman to come together to build a world that's gender equal? Because a gender equal world is not a world where where women have more than their fair share. A gender Mm -hmm. equal world is a world where both men and women have an equal voice and equal representation. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, we also use our voice as an advertiser and as a company to call out bias when we see it and to address it and spark conversation. So campaigns like our Always Like a Girl campaign really address the harmful words that can hold girls back. And... That is one of the examples of how we use our voice in advertising. And then we also, from a gender equality point of view, we also look at what are gender-based barriers to education for girls and what are gender-based barriers to economic opportunity for women. So for girls, we have our Always Keeping Girls in School program that provides puberty education and sanitary pads to girls in schools to make sure that, one, they get away from all these stigmas and myths around menstruation and that they can feel confident about what's changing in their bodies, what's happening to them. And two, for a lot of girls, they truly can't afford sanitary pads. And for them, we donate and we make sure that we stick with the same schools and we go back to those schools year after year Mm. so that we have a consistent impact and that that she knows that she can go to school every month. Um, and then we work with women-owned businesses to integrate them into our supply chain, develop their skills, um, and this is addressing these barriers to to women accessing economic opportunities.
1: Um, so, Jean, how has the industry um, and the company changed over the last five years? What
4: trends are currently taking place? So, we are one of the biggest um, advertisers. P&G is um, in. In the world, really. And I think the biggest changes that have happened in our space is digital, digital, digital. Ah, And, you know, trends in digital marketing have changed it from a place where we are just doing mass reach to doing mass reach with targeted precision. And p has really led the way in the advertising space on a lot of the innovations in digital advertising, um, specifically looking at how effective is advertising. Mm. Um, when a platform claims that they're reaching X amount of people, is that truly happening? How do we measure it? How do we know? what you as an individual are experiencing when you, you see our ads and you see our advertising. Uh, digital has also brought with it changes in the kind of marketing that we put out there. Um, you know, diff- people have different media habits now. Um, uh, who of you guys own a TV at home with a, with a full subscription to a, a satellite service provider?
0: Uh, that's tough. It's right,
4: <laughs> um, and so so there are different changes in in media consumption and media habits, and because of that, we also have to change what content we put out there, yeah. so that it is content that people want to engage with and that they care about. So this is one of the biggest trends. Another trend that I see that that's happening, and this is specifically in my space, is that the the world of sustainability. And social impact that businesses are doing is shifting. Mm. There was a huge announcement by the Business Roundtable in the US um, just this week where they officially put it out there that it's no longer just shareholders that we're looking after. Mm-hmm. It is also other stakeholders in the community and this is, a, this is revolutionary for an American business uh, or for the American business community and p is also part of the, the business round table. It's really the foremost CEOs uh, in the world and so those shifts are happening and that's really encouraging for anyone who wants to make a, a career where they are having a positive impact But that is increasingly possible in the corporate space as well. Hmm.
0: I think we're just going to take a quick break And then on the other side of this We're going to continue our discussion We are with Jean and Zibu in studio They're both from Procter & Gamble And just telling us what the career is like there, And what what type of campaigns they have Around uh, being deliberate About having 50-50 representation in their company Keep it locked This is The Business Buzz The, The Business Buzz Welcome back. This is the Business Buzz. Uh, We are continuing with our uh, Women's Month theme. Uh, We are with uh, Zibu together with Jean, both from Procter & Gamble, letting us know um, what uh, a career is like there. And I just wanted to um, get some thoughts from Zibu right now just around um, leading... Uh, leading such a diverse group of people. Um, We spoke about it earlier on, uh, but more than anything else, I wanted you to perhaps talk to us about why being in a corporate structure is so advantageous because a a person can have a career... In a university, you can start your own business. For example, um, you could be self-employed. You could be unemployed. You could, you know, there's a, there's so many things. But as a corporate, how do you? Well, what's the advantage there?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, so um, for me, okay, also working in a multinational company,
0: yeah.
5: um, and and being with different people from different backgrounds, also it it essentially also boils down to um, stability. Right mm-hmm. um, for me, right, um, simply because we are living in a, you know in a world or in a country whereby unemployment rates are ridiculous,, yeah. Right? Yeah. especially for the youth. Mm-hmm. So, being in a corporate environment also gives you that sense of, you know, stability. It gives you that sense of, um, you know, being in a space where, especially if if the organization is deliberate about your development and your growth, right? Um, Not taking out, you know, entrepreneurial roots um, because also being in in a corporate space that doesn't just tie you down, it also does allow you to be entrepreneurial, Mm. you know. Um, Also coming with um, ideas or also just having your own little side thing on, you know, um, that you can do on the side as well. So, I think um, what's really great about working in in such an environment for me is that we are very inclusive, right? So we really hound on diversity and inclusion in the organization. So um, being around um, people who have different backgrounds, we always make sure that people do not feel um, left out or people do not feel that their culture or their background is being looked down upon. Mm So, for example, at PNG, we also have different facilities, so in prayer rooms, um, if people that are in the organization need to step out and go pray, you know, they have that facility available to them. Um, So, for me, really, um, I I enjoy being in the corporate space, especially being in an organization that, um, you know, really focuses on leading from within. so PNG creates its leaders. So what you generally find is that people who are in top positions in the in the organisation are people who started as interns, or people that started very early in their careers. Uh-huh. And uh, once they get in, then they have that opportunity to grow right we are also very deliberate when it comes to learning and development people in the organization have to attend trainings Mm -hmm. and be trained outside of their scope of work Mm -hmm. because in order to be successful in in the environment you need various different um, skills in order to be um, successful so you know, being in an organization that actually does you know take care of that is what really matters to me the most, mm. so that is why I actually appreciate and you know look forward to working in in a, in a corporate environment such as this.
0: And is it cutthroat? Uh, I think you know there's this uh I don't know whether I can call it an impression, a perception, a stigma uh, that corporate spaces uh, tend to be a bit cutthroat, either cutthroat or just no nonsense sort of so is, is, <laughs> <laughs> is that true? uh i i don't know either of the general corporate space or at least the the corporate environment you guys have Mm. created at uh, png
4: i mean i would not (laughs) (laughs) describe i would cutthroat is not a word that i would describe to you to use to describe png definitely and this is me being completely honest um the people who are in png are are quite competitive they really Mm. like to win Mm. but because we all share the same goals we Mm. like to win together Ah. and the other foundation that really is at the company is our purpose values and principles so Respect for an individual is really something that is standout in the culture in PNG for me. Mm. Um, I have never felt disrespected by my colleagues mm. or felt like I was, like it was cutthroat and we're competing mm. against each other. Um, it does feel like quite a, a welcoming environment where we, we have a sense of being a team. A lot of people in the company. Most people in the company, in fact, work in multifunctional teams. So you're collaborating as a marketer with someone who is in supply chain, as well as someone who's in sales, yeah. and and working together to to reach goals. Mm. Um, and so there is there are high expectations, and and it's a structure and a, and a system that rewards good performance. But at the same time, we we don't just Throw people out there and, and <laughs> hope for the best. Yeah. We actually have very deliberate systems in place for learning, development, mm. coaching, yeah. uh, making sure that we set you up for success. Mm. And yeah. you know the the diversity and, and inclusion aspect that Zebu referred to. Um, it's really important for us because if we don't look inside the company, like the world outside, how can we sell products to them? How can we understand what people want or what they need? Mm. We have to look like that world, but if we don't allow everybody to bring their full selves and their full talents to work, then that diversity is just a scorecard and it doesn't really make a difference. Diversity is critical, but inclusion is a game changer. And I think we are constantly looking at how can we improve that in the company and make sure that you can bring your full, amazing, authentic self to work Mm. and and unleash those talents in the
2: workplace.
5: Mm. Yeah, and just to add on to what um, Jean was saying with regards to the people in the organization and how um, we value trust. So um, at PNG, what we really focus on is the people. Okay. Right? So it's also part of our our values. So if the people are happy in an organization, mm-hmm. then they tend to perform well. Yeah. So the company really is um, focused on ensuring that the people perform at their peak. And in order to be able to do that, um, the people in the organization, they need to feel valued. Mm-hmm. They need to feel like you trust them. They need to feel like we are all working a, a, as a company to win together, mm-hmm. right? Um, so. Also, what we have is um, this day one campaign. So if you um, actually just check on on our careers page, you will find that everything we talk to is day one. So what that also essentially means is that at PNG, you get meaningful work um, and experience from day one. So, uh, you know, taking out this misconception that if you come in the organization as an intern, for example, that you'll be making people coffee, that you'll be um, just printing paper all day. We really don't do that. From day one at PNG, you have a manager who has set goals for you. Mm. Um, this is, you set um, your, your deliverables telling you that this is what you're going to do and you get to work from day one. Mm. So with what John has um, also brought up in terms of um, trust and culture, we don't, like nobody looks down on anyone. Mm. So no. I, I've also never felt disrespected by a colleague, ever, you know, at PNG, because in whatever level that you are, you're treated with the same um, respect. Hmm. You know, our vice president sits in the same floor, in the same cubicles that look like everybody else, for example. There's no No. structure. You know, nobody will sit in the office and lock themselves up. It's a very open door policy. Mm. If you have a question and you want to ask a leader, they're sitting right there. You can go and ask them a question. Mm. So there's no hierarchical systems. There's no. There's nothing like that. It's a very open policy, um, and um, so that is why then everyone feels respected because nobody knows what level or you know, people essentially know they respect that. However, it's not a barrier and it's not a trust factor or it's not a you know respect factor you know per se. Don't know. Have you ever been in leadership before? Because
1: I feel
2: like
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're an HR manager. You manage people. I feel like that's a lot of work. People, people are a lot of work. But then you do say that um, at PNG, it's a it's a very respectful environment. Mm. So. What approach, what strategies, you mentioned day one and making people feel valued and stuff, but what approaches and the strategies do
5: you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) have you put in place as um, an HR manager? Okay, so you mean in terms of getting the talent and um, structures that are put in place for for the people? Yeah, But you... But me (laughs) Okay so That kind of question Would go very well To the HR director (laughs) But um, Okay so What I can talk to Is that So our strategy um, In HR um, Starting from um, Talent practice Right Starting all the way From recruitment Um, Going out on campus Finding the 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 talent Or essentially You know Having our careers Up on our website Essentially finding The right talent You know All the way through To interviews and once the person is inside the organisation, we have um, trainings, you know, that they ha- that they do um, within that, let's say, first um, first month or two within the organisation. And so there are periods in the organisation whereby you get trained, right? Mm-hmm. So you aren't just thrown into a this box and expected to just find your feet. Yeah. There's guidelines, there's there's approaches, you know. Um you um, get given a manager who is, you know, responsible in terms of um, you know, drawing up your, your career path and your career plan. Um obviously in discussion with with yourself. So um there's 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 you know various approaches within um PNG whereby so, okay, once you're in the organization, you get onboarded. you know so it's it's you know it's a full on structure um, all the way to learning and development.
4: yeah I think in a, in a lot of other companies, you know um, as a manager,
2: yeah.
4: you're responsible for the results of your team, right That's standard. Mm-hmm. Um, in p and g, you are as a manager also responsible for the development and the growth mm-hmm. of your team your team being happy and your team feeling like they have a long-term career prospect and that they feel they're getting the skills that they need that they feel supported is part of your scorecard as a manager so that is one of the key things that really helps um, the the leadership of the organization to grow the next generation of talent from from within do you guys feel like
1: you're at the peak of your careers or there's some work to be done (laughs) Because it's PNG. Come on.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so peak, essentially, do you mean that, okay, so I've reached this level, this is it?
4: Is that what you mean? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not. It's <laughs> Definitely not. Guys, no it's PNG. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is, um, you know, I think we... We also need to define differently what, what success means, right? Um, and success, success is not a level. Success is not a, a specific place that you work. Uh, success is about are you able to contribute your, your talents and your strengths to the work that you do and the way that you find rewarding and the way that you feel you are leaving the world better than, than when you came. And, and I don't think that is a plateau that you can achieve and, and then, you know, mm-hmm. pack your hand back and be done. Uh, I think it is, a, it is a constant striving. And as you learn and as you grow, your personal goalposts shift. Mm-hmm. And what you personally strive for shifts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and your contribution then shifts with that.
5: Definitely. And also, you know, times change. So, um, I, Being at a peak is not enough. Um, You know, I've also heard um, someone at PNG who once said that, um, perform, um, what did they say? So they said that um, excellence is not good enough, right? So you need to go above and beyond that, right? So meaning not essentially saying that everything is cutthroat, but once you've reached that level of, okay, you know what, I'm excellent at what I do, what next? You know, because times change, things change, you know? So... In order to be able to develop you know you need to adapt to what it is that's coming next you know learn you know um, Mm -hmm. things that actually do come up in the in in your industry and also just not in the industry but you know as the the company as a whole so I I don't think I'll ever reach my peak um, because you know I want to have a bigger impact Mm -hmm. Um, I want the organization to have a bigger impact as well so it's that just for me like you know there's a lot of work to be done still
2: Um,
1: do you think there's anything that you could you could have done differently Um,
4: yeah when you look back
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that one
4: so um, uh, for me I would say that to truly immerse myself in the in the present experience instead of having so much anxiety about what is supposed to come next Mm -hmm. and so to truly be present in the the places that we are um, and to get to know yourself better, right? So some of us will, you know, be in a situation and be constantly looking back and trying to interpret it from the past. Some of us will be in a situation and be constantly thinking about the future. Um, It depends on who you are. So the more you know yourself, the more you know what your tendencies are and and the more you can adjust to it. Um, So I think if if I had to tell myself and go back in time and knock on my own self's door and probably frighten the (laughs) daylight back (laughs) of her. I would would say that. I would say be be more present and um, be more grateful for the experiences that you have um, and and stay with them and get the learning from them. Mm. Um,
5: And for me... um, I'll, okay, when I look back, you know, with the worry, so, so first step, you know, being in university, right? Okay, you get worried from, uh, from first year, you know, all the way until you finish. It's just constant, constant worry. Okay. And once you finish, it's, oh my word, what's next, you know? Because mm-hmm. the, the job industry is not looking so great, you know? Am I even going to get a job? Um, once you're in the job, am I even going to do well? So mm-hmm. what I tell myself is don't worry too much, you know? Everything happens for a reason. Just put in the work and you will be rewarded.
0: Mm. Put in the work and you'll be rewarded together with... um be, be present, present.
2: <laughs> be yes. present, be
0: present in the moment. Thank you so much um, to the ladies to for coming uh, to the studio. We're in studio with uh, Zibuyele uh, Rala, who is an HR associate manager at PNG, uh, together with uh, Jean Duplessis, who is the corporate affairs and citizenship leader at PNG. Uh, thank you so much, ladies, for coming and just giving us pearls of wisdom about what it is like to work um, at PNG and uh, what the company does, the strategies that you guys have, uh, together with some reflections. Um, especially that that last part about being present and also just saying, don't worry. Um, I think that's that's some powerful stuff. So you can let us know what you thought on Facebook. We are VauFM, that's Voice of and You can also find our other Facebook page, that's the Vits Radio Academy. On Twitter, we're at VauFM and then our hashtag is Hashtag BusinessBuzz. And then you can also find our streaming link on our our website, That's vowfm.co.za. And remember that you can also find podcasts of the Business Bus Show on vitz.journalism.co.za. Before we head out, um, how can people um, access either the careers or any graduate opportunities that PNG has?
5: Okay. So on our website um www.pgcareers.com um you can find all our requisitions there. Yeah. Um however what is really exciting now especially for students is that we have internship opportunities available at PNG yeah. in various departments. So like I said earlier the nice thing about PNG is that we do not discriminate and, based on what you studied. Yes. So you could be studying um you know engineering you know and <laughs> apply for a marketing role,
2: Yeah,
5: it really does not matter to us. As long as you're studying towards a bachelor's degree, um, towards the completion of your degree, yeah, yeah. you qualify to apply. Yeah. So when you go on a careers website, you will um, see um, the requisitions listed there, pick one that suits you, you apply, and once you apply, you'll get a link to do online assessments. If you do your online assessments and you do well, then you get an opportunity to be interviewed um, at PNG, and yeah. we take it from there. So.
4: Yep, definitely. And and tips for students. I am allowed to give you tips. I'm not allowed to give you referrals. (laughs) But I'm allowed to give you some tips. So uh, the first thing is with the online test, um, it is something that you should practice for. There is a practice test. Uh, on our website that you can download and practice at home and understand how it works and what the questions are yeah. practice for it it's really recommended yeah. um and then secondly during your university time um, in the projects that you're involved in in your extramural activities um, in your family life and your sporting life uh, there are experiences that you gather uh, and we want to know about those experiences mm. so when you come for an interview think about your stories mm. and think about the things that you have done that reflect how you would typically behave in a situation um, because once we get to the interview stage we want to know about you and how you would typically behave in a situation so um, those are my uh, my two little sneaky tips yeah. uh, but if you want to see what internship opportunities are available um, it's during the vacation period yeah. it's flexible based on your availability during vacation period um, so don't worry about oh I have to study I can't come do an internship you can come um, but go check them out at uh, pgcareers.com.
0: Okay, cool. So you heard it right there. The two tips uh, coming in. Uh, Jean is telling people that you need to those stories, those experiences. They're very important, mm-hmm. and also that test. It's uh, it's something that you need to practice for. It's highly recommended mm-hmm. that you <laughs> that you practice for the test. Uh, so those so that's been it. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to our amazing team. Our technical producer that is uh, Kotlano Serame, together with our executive producer Simba Horn. And Glory Mabusa. Thank you so much, to my co-host, Lono Bosiceby. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, we'll be hanging out again next week, right?
1: Um, not Are we? really you look me next week.
0: Your- <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, don't miss the business, but same time, same place next week. Uh next week will be our our last show in uh, the in women's month. So definitely make sure you tune in for that. Uh, next up on the our FM lineup, we have Living Electro. So for myself, Mudio Mob Justice Kawaza and the rest of the team it's good evening and take care. You're to the Business Buzz. Business Buzz. The Business Buzz Podcast.